0: Welcome to Out of Game, a podcast featuring unique segments and discussions about board games, card games, RPGs, gamers, and gamer culture. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Chris, and Tim, as they go out of game.
1: Welcome to episode forty-two of Out of Game. This is Ryan. This is Chris, and this is Tim, and we're a podcast about board games. Board games,
0: and we're really back. Well Wait, we're back. really? I got a
1: question. What is a podcast? Podcast that is play on demand. Cast play on demand. You no, know, I didn't know that. I think I just made that up, but it sounds right. I think that's right. I am buying that. Yeah, we're in. We're all in podcast about board games. Do you know what a board game is? I remember board games (laughs) because I've done that in the last month. (laughs) Podcasting, I'm not sure I remember. Well, the listeners don't know that. This is true. Behind the scenes, we actually record once every six months.
0: Yeah, but we're going to get better about that. We've said that before. Don't believe us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we owe them a good uh, friggin' good episode. That should be our (laughs) tagline.
1: Out of game. We promise it will get better. (laughs) All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about SauceCon 2. SauceCon 2. If you don't know what that is, that is the local game convention. And by local, I mean our game group goes to Tim's Cabin in Wisconsin. And it's the second annual. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be talking about that this episode. That
0: was four days of gaming, wasn't it?
1: It was. Well... Three days.
0: It was three three days days for most people,
1: four for Ryan and Ross. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: More on that later. But before we get into that... It's time to talk about, but what do we do next? Spawn point. Spawn point. See, that's how long it's been. <laughs> the rust is here. It's real. <laughs> All right, spawn point. Who wants to go first? I've got a long spawn point. No, you should go first. You should go first, then, go first then
0: right. for sure. So an interesting thing happened recently, and I'm glad that it's you guys that are here with me. To talk about this. And this is a gaming dynamic that I find fascinating. Uh Uh-oh. It's about co-op haters. All right. So do you remember that time we were at the restaurant at Gen Con and we were waiting forever for our food? We were seated, though. Yes. And Imad and I played a game of the Grizzled while we were waiting. Yep. And the Grizzled is perfect for this scenario because it's just cards and you can easily do that at a table and you know you're, you're telling me like it's not that good of a game and like nathan is saying it's a good game but you're not going to win everybody's sort of chiming in we didn't even think we were going to finish the game the game took it takes like 45 minutes right yeah but our food was really late and so and that was a bad experience in itself but anyway something fascinating happened then and that was the people watching the game were rooting against us mm-hmm they were rooting for the game. Like not just for fun. You know, not just ball busting. I don't know if I can I say that? <laughs> I
1: think so. Okay. It's allowed.
0: But but they really wanted us to lose. Okay. And so I'm I'm thinking, you know, to a mod we, we need to win this game and so we're like kind of rallying around the game and we started doing really well toward the end we're getting down to it but you know how the game works we like it all blew apart and right. and we ended up losing by a lot but but it's not about the game itself it's about the dynamic of hating when other people are co-oping recently we played a game of time stories okay in the third phase where this is going And I I found what happened fascinating in the same light. Cheating. There was an unusual amount of hating going on for what was happening during our game. And the fascinating dynamic, too, is we've got in our gaming group, we've got two people playing time stories, two groups of people. One is a team of four. One is a team of three slash four. And the, the team A, we'll call them team A. They're the team that went first. They're the team that owns the game. They are probably the smarter group as far as alpha gamers that are really good at gaming and have a high winning percentage. In other words, if you saw them playing, you're thinking they are going to do well at this game. But I think what happens in some co-op games is you get a little bit of headbanging going on. When you have too many people with strong personalities wanting to do their own thing, for example, or not really working together. In other words, you could be good individually, but maybe not as a team. Things could fall apart. And we kind of noticed that from the little table. We saw, saw what was going on with, the little table. with mom and dad, the the big table. We were like, huh, you know, that's interesting because I think we did pretty well in the first game and they struggled and another struggle in the second. See what see what happens. Then turns out our little team of three of the juniors, we did really well. And we did well at the second one. And then the third one, gloom and doom. You guys you guys are gonna hate this game. This game is not it's like you can't win this game. It's so bad. And as we were playing it, we were loving it. Like it was it was a lot of fun. And granted, Sarah is she's at times a genius with games like this because There's an element to are we following a false trail or are we going down the right path? And then there's an element of having to remember things when you die and recycle in time stories. So I'm not going to give anything away time stories, but she would be like our leader if we had to pick a leader. And we we just did really well. Like we gelled as a team and repeated like we were able to repeat the success of it. And we were having fun and <laughs> you guys at the table like yelling at each other, <laughs> things breaking down. It was awesome to sort of see like what's, what's going on over there, you know, because we have no idea what the game is about because you guys are first. And then when you pass it down to us, we're finally seeing. It and when you saw what we were kind of reporting in, there was a lot of hating. And then like I think Tim pointed out, or Ima, or Nathan maybe, that we may have done a rule wrong with the, with the well. It, so, was, it wasn't May. It was, you did the rule well, wrong. but there was, a, there was a sketchy rule. So what we did was we went and redid it with the rule right. And then there was still, like, it still wasn't good enough. And it, to me, the element of co-op games where you're working together also brings out this dark side in people where you, you don't want people doing co-op games to win a game that you didn't win. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. It's just, it's a fascinating thing. Huh. So that's my spawn point. We 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 had a good time playing that, it's phase three of Time Stories, is that what it's called? Yeah,
1: the Prophecy of Dragons. Yeah,
0: and we're, I think, halfway through it, but it was, we enjoyed it. We thought it was fun, but I think a lot of it has to do with you guys. The people in your group are all good gamers, and they all have strong opinions. And I think, I seriously, I'm not kidding, I think that has a lot to do with it.
1: We made a lot of mistakes because the biggest problem we kept having was running out of time, which sounds like well, that's every Time Stories game. But in this particular game, it's like you really had to manage your time well. And we just would always run out of time at the very last stop. Well, that
0: was a Sarah thing. So she is this knack of being able to sniff out if something's a false trail or worth going after. And she will leave a location at the right time. We never wear out our welcome in the same spot. Okay, it, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't the jumps
2: that killed us, though. It was the end game effects that killed us cuz we had that optimized and we got there we had plenty of time units left and it was the final there's thing there's a final
1: mean. thing we couldn't do well at yes. <laughs> we'll just say cuz i don't want to give spoilers uh but yeah congratulations we're still convinced that you guys are cheating yeah, somehow but we, unless we, one of us we, sits there and watches you we think, it's we we think you're be like
2: skimming that. time units we think uh at the adult table That's the theory. we're we actually <laughs> taking all the turns and time and stuff and at the child table you guys are kind of yeah you know we don't need to pay that one we'll just skip that one. we'll do this do this and you're just kind of optimizing the time units out of the story.
1: We aren't factoring in Sarah though. We should Sarah be factoring would in never Sarah. Never allow yeah. that. I don't. But did Sarah read the rules? Because yeah, she she okay. is
0: she's running the show.
1: If I know that Sarah has read the rules and, and knows that you're doing well,
0: the right. only time we're confused, we call you. So we're never sitting there baffled. Yeah. So we either she figures it out or we we. Bring I think you the
1: over. next one we we
2: witness. Several iterations of their turn, We're basically confirmed. confirming well, we, Chris's team.
0: I'll officially invite you to watch us play the second half of it. Like Maybe we can, should mix the groups up. And then if you. No! <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, you can still have Sarah. Yeah, I think that um, you if you guys watch, you'll, you'll see how we, we do it. And then you can correct us if we don't do it right, too. So that would actually Sounds be like good too for much us.
1: Investment. It's more to be entertaining though. It's more fun to just pretend you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Makes me feel better. It's interesting. I agree. Yeah, I don't think it's a anything talked about. I never read about it. Speaking of cooperative games, I think I'll go next because I have a cooperative game. And I wanna I wanna just go on the record and say that I've done a complete one eighty on cooperative games. Again? No, like I think yeah, I was. Did a 360. I was no. I was yeah. trending towards liking them, but now I've, oh, I'm, I'm no. like officially I get more excited about cooperative games now than competitive. Oh, games.
2: so so you oh, so you're you're still staying still in the course staying. of you're well, liking yeah, them more.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm more okay. like I have a solid stance that I like cooperative. Okay, so you games. didn't 180. You just put the pedal down, is what yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay, when I'm looking at games now, because there's so many competitive games now, it's more interesting to me to find a unique cooperative game. I want to like kind of fill out my collection with uh, I don't know a variety of t- different types of games. What are
0: some examples of cooperative games that won you over?
1: So um, one I wanted to talk about was Flip Ships. So we played uh, Flip Ships. So I got this game. This was a Dice Tower Award nominee for best cooperative game. It was against five, four other games. Some of them are like pretty popular games, and I thought this might be like just like a you know a semi fun. It's a dexterity game, and we played this at my house um, with our game group on my Saturday group. And I mean the game had us literally like jumping out of our chairs, cheering, and like if you can, if any game can get you to do that. That's a winner in my book. So we played it twice in a row the the first time that we played it. And then I brought it to our group on Wednesday and it didn't get as good of a reaction, but there was definitely moments where like when a Ross, Ross went on a roll and he was like getting the mothership like over and over and we were kind of cheering him on. Oh, that game. Yeah. Yeah, Flip ships. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, I think I played that game. (laughs) Yeah. So no, this game is really fun. It's unique. It's a team game. You're working together to basically take down a fleet of aliens attacking the earth. By flicking these discs uh, either onto the cards that are attacking or into this giant mothership made out of cardboard, you actually have to flip it inside the mothership.
0: The best way to describe it is the way you described it before is like Space Invaders, the video game. Yeah. But I don't Forward.
1: yeah and it's i don't know i just find this game really fun and i voted for it i'm just a, like as my vote for the dice tower award i voted for this as best cooperative can i ask tim a quick year. question
0: did you because yeah. the three of us played that game did you like the game that much
2: i, I, I enjoyed it i'd do it again yeah. it, it was a good it's not like i'm gonna sit down and
1: strategize and do this and that it's it's a good filler kind of just go do it end of the night i'd do it again So this game is borderline for our Wednesday group because I think we decided that our Wednesday group likes serious games. Yeah. And this game isn't serious. But for my Saturday group, it's like a mix of people who like serious games and people who just play anything and they don't care, even if it's like really stupid. So it was great for that group because no one cared. We were just having fun. I think our it's borderline for our group. There's enough skill involved that it was interesting enough that you guys would play it again. But I never expected it to go over as well in the Wednesday group as it did in the, yeah. the Saturday yeah. group because we're too serious. Yeah. It was a pretty uh, dynamic moment, though,
2: when Aras pretty much single handedly took down the show. Yeah, Russ. Yeah, he did.
1: yeah he was like uh, Jeff Goldblum
0: <laughs> no <laughs> like Will Smith <laughs> yeah well you know it was Goldblum's idea he kind of looks like Jeff Goldblum too ooh a little bit. He does. A little bit, yeah. The Fly. <laughs> I was going to go fly. with
2: Luke Skywalker, but hey, you know.
1: Uh, Yeah, so Flip Ships. Tim, huh. how about you? Bond it up. I uh, did the Kickstarter for uh, Fireball Island. Oh, yeah. Well this minutes. Fireball Island is
0: interesting to me because I'd never heard of this game. And then all of a sudden, different people that you wouldn't expect, because they have nothing to do with each other, are telling me about this game. Harold, at work, came by and he's like, have you guys heard about this game, Fireball Island? They're, they're bringing it back. It was my favorite game. when I, You know, I, years I ago.
1: never knew of this game I'm surprised right. that you don't know about it I yeah. assumed you had it in your attic somewhere in your, no no in the, in the
0: why context. are you I, I I'm surprised too why are you kickstarting it because uh, it looked it.
1: like it'd be fun for the kids okay uh, I look I was literally getting this to play with Jeremy and Sam I'm cool. gonna play it with the family and or are actually I won't need to play it I won't need to bring it on oh no, yeah, yeah. So yeah I'll have it there um, but yeah it looks like it looks amazing did you look at it yeah I mean it just looks fun. Yeah, it does. I just got the I just got the game. I
2: didn't get all the add-ons and all that stuff. So I just I just did the game and was gonna try it out and see how it goes. And mm-hmm. it looked like something that Sam would really get into and stuff. And you know, Jeremy is actually getting more and more into the games too. We're playing mm-hmm. Uno and Dos and Skip Bo and all that stuff. There's stuff. a game
1: called Dos. There's
2: a game called Dos. Yeah, I didn't know that either until my wife brought it home from Tarjay, And it was like, <laughs> What is Dos? What do you and play
1: two cards every round?
2: Kind of, yeah. You can do that. There's two piles and I don't, do you it, yell it was, dose when you have okay. two cards left? Yes, you do.
1: Nice.
3: Mm.
2: And it's uh there's no like draw fours and that stuff. So it's a lot less focused on making other people draw and skipping people. It's more just kind of playing your cards out.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Sounds uh great.
2: Yeah, maybe just <laughs> skip that one and wait till they come out with Trace.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I never knew they were going to come out with an expansion for Uno. <laughs>
1: right? Do we really need a follow up to that? No. That's a popular game. All right. So what
0: else is in the news, Ryan?
1: I think we're done. That was that was ten minutes or so. Yeah. That's enough that was, spawn. Yeah, there's enough spawning. Enough spawning. Yeah. Let's stop spawning. We're spawned out. <laughs> I guess it's time for our table talk. Table talk.
2: I'm Eric Summerer, and you're listening to Out of Game, a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. Yeah, it just got real. Find this and other great podcasts at Dicetowernetwork.com.
1: All right. So, as I mentioned in the intro, we went to Tim's Lakehouse in Wisconsin for SauceCon 2, which is, I hope, going to become an annual event.
0: I think it should be.
1: Yeah. And for SauceCon 2, we basically, everyone pretty much showed up on Friday and we gamed until Sunday. And about
0: how many people were there?
1: Ooh, I didn't Like count. maybe 10? I think it was think 11. It was a 10. 10, 10 or, or 11, 11. Yeah. 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 What we've decided to do is we've got some categories that we're going to discuss. And then I'm pretty sure Chris is going to have some random things to say at the end.
0: So, yeah, and it should be an annual deal. Yeah. it's It was a lot of fun. And everybody was healthy this time. We had yeah. some problems with people being sick last year. It was a good time.
1: You know, it's a testament to SauceCon that it was pretty miserable last time. Yeah. And we still wanted to do it. Yeah, it's, it's like true. Once, once kind of the memories faded of the bad things that happened during and after
0: Sascon. I'd be interested to know if listeners do this. You know, do they? Do you guys should let us know. Just take a three-day, four-day weekend with your friends and just go out and game. I mean, literally, the weekend is gaming-based.
1: You know what this did for me is it replaced Origins. <laughs> I used to go to Origins, and Esther would go with me, and then she wasn't really that interested in going anymore. And so I was like, well, what could I do she instead? She never was
0: interested. That was, she was doing <laughs> a favor. <laughs>
1: Anyways, so that's when that's when we started talking about doing something like this, and now it's it's kind of like going to a convention.
0: Esther's in a way better mood now. Yeah, saucecon <laughs>
1: Yeah, we do vacations that are that we both like. Yeah, so a lot closer to home for you too. It's true. true. It is. It's only I've got the best drive. You've got one. the shortest drive. Unusually for sure. so. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so
0: we have the different categories. We do. Like an Academy Award type thing.
1: Yeah, so we're going to start with best game that we played at the Sauce. best Con. game.
0: This is this is the kind of category that you would end with, uh, but we're beginning with it. Yeah, we're no starting nice. fast here. <laughs> um, who's going first? You, go <laughs> okay. ahead. What was the best game you played, Chris? The, the best game I played now, um, one of our friends is an avid listener of the show, and he's going to hate my answer, and that's um, Aras. Tiny Epic Galaxy. Oh. That was, mm-hmm. I've never played it. I'm familiar with the Tiny Epic games, but that game, I was shocked how much I liked it. And I liked it for the exact reason that Aras hates the game. And that is that lead and follow mechanic where you can pay a culture to copy somebody's move on their turn. Sort of like the Puerto Rico thing where you can sort of tap into somebody's turn. He hated that when he would it would be his turn and people would sort of do the same thing he's doing when it's not their turn. (laughs) And Aras doesn't. He doesn't really complain much in general. So seeing him animated bothered me in a way that thinking, Mm -hmm. wow, this, this is, this game might not be good because it's bothering even him. And as I'm learning it, I'm thinking, you know what? I kind of like the lead and follow mechanic because it's a little more tactical than strategic. It, It allows you to be adaptable with, with what you're planning because if somebody else is doing something interesting, you can piggyback off of that. It costs you resources to do. It's not free but it's it gives you a good way to use tactics rather than strategy and i think Aras in general is probably more of a strategic player the way he plays the other games he comes in with a plan and executes his plan and with this one the lead and follow there's not many games with a lead and follow that seems to be kind of a new new thing isn't so Puerto
1: it? Rico is i think the first one your Puerto Rico has that yeah. uh, too and um, there's another one Reach for the Galaxy so there there are a few out there's there them, that yeah. do it but i like this game too actually so that
0: would be that's probably my best game that I played, and wow. and a lot of it is because I was I didn't a lot of the I had a lot of fun with the other games, but this one really surprised me. I was enjoying it.
1: So have you played it since then? Have no. they got it out? No, okay.
0: no, I don't. I don't know if we if it's because we don't bring it to game night or because we don't have the interest. But I would play that game again. I, it does I like
2: take it. up a lot of space in the bag. That's why.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> a beauty of those tiny epic games, and you think they would be suffering from being small but they're very they're very good at being compact
1: they don't have to be small like they go out of their way to make them small right. but they're, it's
0: part of the the gimmick yeah
1: yeah but they're all like pretty solid games yeah they're best game i played it's kind of a cop out But it was I was looking through my list of games played and I think the one I enjoyed the most was Rising Sun. Mm, Yes. And I think the reason is I made a comeback at the end where it was like this impossible. I don't think I don't think I won. No. But I remember I at the end I was like, there's no way I'm going to pull off. It was basically I wanted everyone to have the same amount of bonuses because I was way behind on the bonuses for how many tiles you collect for, for winning the different territories. I think I had two and other people were on the verge of getting five. And so my goal was just to make it so everyone got the same amount. And I and I had to win, I think, three wars to do that. And I didn't have a lot of guys or that much money, but somehow I pulled it off. And I was like very proud that I was able to do that, even though I didn't win the game. So you
0: executed your plan. Yeah.
1: Did Tim, did you win? Yes, I did. Yeah, Tim win. And, by, and he, by the way, yes, he was complaining the whole game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, then that means he's going to win. Yeah.
1: When you start getting the complaining, it's like this something kicks in, in his yeah. second gear for Tim.
2: Cool. Of course, I was one of those guys that was gonna get the five. So of course this was my fun one too, so this is the same one. Okay, nice. Um, so it was I was going for five and I think was a Ross going for five too. I can't remember who else was going for five. We had a couple and the one battle of course the of the three battles, one of the ones that he had was with me, of course, preventing me from getting the one. And it's where he dedicated most of his resources to stop me. And I pretty much took to the fact that there's no way I can win it because he had more resources than I was that he could dedicate to it and stuff. So I did the Arras strategy and Harry carried everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that actually won me the game. Uh oh. Yeah, that's You're a problem. You're playing
1: into Chris's theory.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know. So I kind of thinking the same thing. And it was the whole game itself was totally different than the first game. This game, there was barely any monsters. Yeah, no
1: one bought the monsters.
2: Not until the end, Dave finally picked up a couple. Nobody bought them. Um, you were playing the new clan, which... Eh, yeah, it was I a little know. disappointing it was with a little the disappointing. new clan, yeah. It's kind of like the new scythe
1: clans. They're kind of just... I, I was going to do the one cool thing, which was... My each of my guys counted as two guys no matter where I put them. Any of my guys, any but guys. I can only have two guys on a territory. But that paid off in when I want put on the gods because I put one guy down and it's like having two there. So I like I he monopolized the probably gods. three gods almost I would every time, three every time yeah. because no one wanted to dedicate two guys to just tie me. And then I I think I was higher, on you the were higher on the track, yeah. So that was like the one way I was able to use it well. But other than that, it wasn't that great. It was so, very difficult to battle.
2: Yeah, but
0: overall, you. would you guys say this game is, is it the same old? In other words, is there only one way to win the game?
2: I don't know. I hope not because the say second no. game we played way different because the first game we played, we were very much stuck on, oh, I'm purple. This is my purple continent. I'm staying home. And the second game we realized that means jack. Because as soon as you get the pink or purple, you're home. Battle tile, you want to get out of dodge. You don't care about that place anymore. You want to get other tiles from different regions. So that game played totally differently. That is, when you won that, you you went somewhere else. And then we actually ended up having more conflicts because then people were not trying to create a base. They were trying to go out and, and win. So the, there was more fighting. There was more tile trading and stuff going on. More of the um, samurais were used. I, the first game... You were red, you pretty much never used your... Um, the, the Ronin. Uh, the Ronin, Ronin, yes. So you never used your Ronin. Um, but Aras had that clan. Yeah. And Aras used the Ronin all the time to great effect.
0: Well, I couldn't for some reason. Yeah. There was, was things preventing me from using it. There was just...
2: And I think it was just... Because we were more moving around and trying to do things differently, and you know that's why no monsters came out. No one was trying to like guard anywhere. You were trying to gain new territory to win the tiles. Yeah. So it played totally differently. But then it was kind of like, okay, I just did the Aras strategy at the end and and yeah. won.
3: Yeah.
1: So I've played. I mean, I've played this game two or three times outside of our no. group. I actually didn't remember that you did that, Tim. Yeah. And that's how you won. Russ used it way better than... Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. He, the, way he, the way he pulled it off was, like, ridiculous. Mm. Um, but all the other games I've played haven't been like that. But that doesn't mean that if you did that every time, you wouldn't win. So we'd have to test the theory a little yeah. more. Basically, basically, the tile that Ryan prevented me from gaining, I basically
2: made up by killing everybody. So I kind of... It's kind of like I got the fifth tile because I, I got the points by doing it that way instead of getting the tile. So I guess if I had won the battle, I would have won by the tiles versus yeah. that. So
1: The other difference is every game you play, there's different sets of cards. Like you pick from different sets. and the game with Arras, we had a bunch of cards that gave you extra points for uh, doing the – what do you call that when you when the guys – Harry that wasn't what it was called. But yeah, they call it something else. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. But basically, he got points, like, he got extra points for doing that because that was a set of cards. Yeah. But every game might not have that set of cards. And he had the turtles. So Which he was he moving did. his turtles around and keeping his all of his guys together in one yeah. territory. And then he kamikazed them all. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, We'd have to play it a couple more times yeah. to, to test the theory. That's a concern. <laughs> it's a concern, but uh, the, the game's gorgeous. I mean, you oh, know, it yeah, it is. Sure. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like this game. And it's great now because like I, like Scythe is my favorite game. And then this game came out. And it's I feel like now I have two like really amazing, gorgeous games to play. And I'm starting to get antsy to play Scythe, by the way.
2: Yeah. I just need to be impressed with one of their expansion. Yeah. Well, we don't need to groups. use them. I know. It's just because we're not going to play six players anymore. Nope, no, no, never again.
1: Moving on. Worst game played. Jumping right into it. Of course, we have to go with the worst if we did the best. So, uh, what was your worst game, Chris? So,
0: I have to uh, give another shout out to one of our buddies that listens to the podcast before I get in too much into this, but um, played a Zool. And I'm picking uh. this as the worst game, and I'll tell you why. It's so here. It's a shout out to Chip because I know Chip loves this game. I like the game. The game itself is actually it's a good game. I would play it again. The problem with this, the game that we played though, was <laughs> so it was the three of it was it was three people. It was me, Sarah, and Chip, and the two of them had played before, and I had not played before. And all game they were bantering as if the game was coming down between two, the two of them, like I was invisible in the game. And throughout the game, I was winning and it was, they didn't care that I was winning. It was like, they knew that it was going to come down to the two of them or they were just very dismissive of me. It really bothered me a lot. And I'm, I'm, I'm coming out with this now. I really didn't say anything that night. (laughs) What ended up happening though, at the end was, and this happens to me quite a bit when I learn new games is I forgot about a rule and they ended up, there was some, uh, the bonuses, right? Yeah. Yeah, No, it wasn't, it was one type of bonus. That they were able to get that I didn't even know was a thing, and they happened to get them right before the end. And I was asking them, "Why are you doing that?" Like, "Well, we're trying to get the five million point bonus." I'm like, "What? What bonus?" And they showed me the rules. Was it the one There's,
1: that had like you had to have like all five colors, one like th- yeah, I think so covered, yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, so I, I lost the game <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> after all the dissing, it ended up being warranted. And so I, I walked away feeling very dejected. Maybe they just
1: assumed you wouldn't understand the rule. Yeah.
0: yeah. And when they explained it, Sarah just said, we told you about this rule when, when we explained it. And so when she said that, I knew that it was probably true. And I just, I don't know.
1: But you don't like placement games, though. Like spatial awareness games, I thought. I thought you told me you weren't no, a fan I li- of those. No,
0: I like them. I like this game. The, the problem that I have is when the DAR factor drops, and you're you end up in your mat you're affected too much by what else is going on and getting randomly screwed hmm. but in this game you're able to adapt yeah and I like like I said I like the game I just didn't really like how things went down and 90% of it was my own fault
1: another beautiful game I really love like yeah, it's a this
0: very thing, it's yeah. a very nice looking game
1: so you guys aren't gonna know anything about this because the night I played this game was with just me and a Ross uh. but here's the interesting story about this game this was a game that I bought a couple years ago, it's a two-player game. It's called Longhorn, and it's by the same designer of Cyclades, Five Tribes, Bruno Catala. And I played it with Esther, and Esther didn't like the I mean, game.
0: Cyclades and Five Tribes is the same guy. Yeah, are you sure? Positive. I don't. I don't. I've even told you this before on the podcast. No, because you said it was <laughs> it was uh, Innocent Kemet and Cyclades.
1: No, those are the same series of games, but those games aren't by the same designer. It's like the same company that released three games in a series. Uh, by different designers. Well, what
0: is typically the commonality more often the designer or the company?
1: Uh usually like for a series of games it's the company. But people follow designers. So a designer could design a game for multiple companies. They're like freelancers. But Five Tribes is nothing like Cyclades is right. my point. But he but this guy is known. He does all different types of games. Like okay. his games don't have a right, continue. S- similar Sorry. mechanics You're going down
0: it's the fine. the type.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I remembered I remember that I played this game with Esther, which is why I bought it because it was a two player game and she didn't really like it. But I, for some reason, had this memory that if I could just play this with someone that someone else who's like more into games, <laughs> that they'd probably like it. So I kept it and I finally got a chance to play it with a Ross. And then I realized that this game is a dud. <laughs> like Esther was right. So basically it, what it came down to with this game is you kind of basically kind of have like nine rounds. Let's just say. And the first seven rounds are just like throwaway rounds. All the interesting decisions, you have to get through all this non-decisions first to actually get to some interesting decisions, which are just at the end of the game. And there's not enough of them. So it's like, it's kind of like, Uno. like the first 75% of the game is boring. You're just throwing out cards until you get to where it's more interesting. And you're, this is the second Uno reference. uh, Well, you know, we're talking about Uno. Yeah, you know. But, you know, Uno gets more interesting at the end, right? You've got like two or three cards and you're just hoping sure. you can get rid of them. And the rest of the time is just like boring. And that's what this game was. So it uh, won in the trade pile. Longhorn. Huh? Longhorn. What's your magic number at, by the way? It's at six. Eh, it's still at six. The same six that we same started the six. year with. I've played <laughs> maybe 10 new games that I've purchased mm. this year. And bought 10. I purchased and played like 10 new right. games. So the same six are just still sitting there. Ah, uh, gotcha. But the, I have a game day coming up on Saturday where we're going to be playing two of those. Mm. So I'll be down to four. We'll see. Actually, yeah. I'm at seven. I'm at seven. Okay, Tim. Worst game. Yeah, so mine's kind of a toss-up.
2: It was a toss-up between Azul and uh, Stop Thief. This, with the sad thing is with Stop Thief, one of my my biggest problems is the sound bits from the original game are so embedded in my brain <laughs> that that's what I want to hear out of the new game and and then you know they're making like the footsteps like real footsteps and I, i'm I'm like looking to hear these old sound bits and they're not there and I don't know the, the movement seems a little kind of wonky it, it it seemed that it was not that hard to trace them sometimes and so I, I don't know I was hmm. you know they tried to make the, the the guys a little cooler with their cards and you can play a card and and move them and stuff like that and some of that was cool. But yeah, I don't know. I'd have to maybe
0: try it again. The improvements backfired.
2: Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's, just, it's, it's something... I mean, I played that game so much as a kid that the, those sound bits are just... They're, they're, there. they're I think there. I think I just heard I, one I, of those I sound bits. I expect to hear them.
0: Yeah. So... Yeah, they get, it gets ingrained. It's kind of like Brussels sprouts, where I... Is uh, this a food truck going on here? Sort of. <laughs> not not direct relate, directly related, but the, the word Brussels sprouts, I thought was one word, Brussels sprouts... But then I, I saw it spelled Brussels sprouts, and it really bothered me because I'm used to Brussels sprouts. Because what you do is you roast them in the oven, yeah and they're really good roasted. Anyway, it started bothering me because that's not how I've been pronouncing them my whole life. And so I looked into it, and it turns out they're from the city of Brussels. That's why they're called Brussels sprouts. And, but I, I can't say it. I can't say it that way. Too many asses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you on that one. Yeah. You get it ingrained. It's yeah. when when you get something ingrained, you're used to it. it is. That's the commonality. Are
2: those the there sounds you remember? go. That's that's the one.
1: So maybe we should play it with the original that's, sound. That's
2: that's that's the oh. That, so
1: there's a different yeah, oh. It's a retro mode. Oh, I love it. I wonder if that would change your
2: retro mode. I like. It. Okay, let, me, let me hear some footsteps. I don't know how to do it. Hit clue. Yeah, hit clue. You hit clue. 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 That was a doorway. Okay. He just robbed something. (laughs) Nothing. He sat there and didn't do anything. He's bored. Another door. (laughs) Another door.
1: I want to hear the. Is that the footsteps? That's doing a little walking. All right. All right. A lot of doors in this place. Wasn't there like a window jumping through? Isn't that one
2: robbed another one? Yep.
1: I don't hear that noise. You got
2: to get to the street. There's another door. Come on, get to the street, pal. Get out of the building, buddy. Man, it's like a maze. There you go. There's the window. That was a window. That was the window. Now run down the street. He's going to do it.
1: (laughs) What'd you think of the co-op mode? Um, full co-op. It it wasn't bad. I I thought it was kind of easy actually. Yeah, it was a little too easy, but I think I liked it better. And here's why. I felt like when we were playing the normal mode, I wanted to help people. Oh, so like, you want to go with the whole co-op? Yeah, and I and I have a feeling that a lot of people played like that with their kids when they played this game. They probably helped the kids like figure it oh, out.
2: Me and my brothers were cutthroat. No, okay. we, we wanted to catch everybody. And
1: well, no, like if your dad it. played with you, he probably
2: would have helped you out. Yeah, probably. Yeah,
1: right. So I feel like, like I wanted to be like, no, no, he, you know, he did this and that. I wanted to cooperate, so I enjoyed that we could just do that freely in the co-op game. That's true. That's true. But when we were, when we were reading the rules, it sounded like it was going to be real hard. And then when we did it, it was like super easy. Yeah. I think you just, when you've got three people who know how to follow it between, the, we're going to remember where everything or figure it out when we can Exactly. Exactly. So. When you have Millie and pattern power, you're, you're, you're good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> get that reference.
1: I did not get that reference. At all. <laughs> you didn't like Azul
2: either. I, I liked it and the patterns were cool. But it's, it's just one of those games that it's like I would sit down and play. I'd play it again. I, I mean, it was still fun, but I'm not going to like suggest the game to play. I'd be like, okay, we're waiting until they're finishing that game. Let's play Azul to kill the time. Yeah,
1: it's a good filler. So I think it'll be a good family game. One thing I want to, one way I want to use Azul is to play with Esther's parents because there's yeah. no um, text. Yeah, there's either.
2: nothing. Yeah, it's all games
1: like that are much great much. for playing with them. All right, moving on. Biggest surprise.
0: So for me, the biggest surprise was DeCrypto. Now. I don't know if we want to get into the good stories because, okay, so... There's a story coming at the end. My, I have a We have a best moment category. Okay. That's decrypto-related. <laughs> okay. Um, but I love the game. I, I think that it's probably the best social game, at least that our group has played. I, there's been a lot of good ones, but this one is really balanced and it doesn't get stale. Every game is different and it's intriguing how you're trying to balance your clues with not getting figured out. Not to get too much into the the detail of the game, but love that game. I was shocked at how much I liked it.
1: I think the games are a little too long. That's the only thing I don't like about it. For a game like that, I feel like it should be about half that length. It takes us two hours to play. I
0: I don't mind it because there's always action happening. There's no downtime during that game. It doesn't seem like you're waiting. You're either trying to put together clues or you're trying to guess clues. Yeah. When the person's taking their turn to come up with them, that's really the only waiting, and that's they're, they're, they have a timer for that. So you're right, it, especially that one that that, that we played that epic game. Uh, but yeah, to crypto, biggest surprise.
1: It's a good choice. So for me, it was actually Valdora. Ah, that was mine. And you're like <laughs> Tim and I are on the same wavelength. I don't think I played that game. So this was a game that Chip brought. And what's funny is Chip has literally showed me this game every Gen Con since we've been going with Chip. He showed me every year. He's pulled out the game. He's opened it. He's been like, well, look how cool this game is. And he brings it with him. And we've just never played it at Gen Con. And he brought it to uh, SauceCon. And we got a chance to play it, and it was really fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so it has these really cool components of like um, it's like this piece of wood that looks like a book, and then you put you lay the cards on both sides of this thing, so it looks like there's a book laying there. And then when you mm. go up to this book, you flip the pages of the book like by flipping the cards. So I've never seen a, a component like that, and it was a really good mechanism too. And then it was just like a very I, the the rules are very simple. It was like pick up gems here and deliver them over here. I mean, very good older game that if it was still in print, I think I would probably buy it and it, and it was only like an hour. So it'd be a perfect game for us to bring to like game night because anytime we can have a game that's about an hour, but it it does give you like good decisions and stuff. That's perfect mm. for game night. Yeah. And it was like right in that vein. It's interesting. You
0: guys both picked that. Yeah. It says a lot.
1: Well, <laughs> you know, that was probably one of the few games that I hadn't played
2: before and it was actually really fun. Ross kicked our butts. Yeah. Hey, he had
0: the perfect strategy and just executed it beautifully. Is is Ross some sort of silent genius? I think so. Yeah. I think he's like super smart and we just, he's like keeping it to himself. I definitely think
1: he's super smart. Oh, yeah. He,
0: he's, he wins an inordinate amount of games mm-hmm. <laughs> just under the radar. He's a really smart guy, though, because you just like you, the two of you guys are playing the game and I'm thinking, all right, which one of you guys won? And then a Ross won.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it was it was good. It was you know pickup delivery. We never played it before. You know the the pathing was cool. The jump, you know, the, the components were pretty
1: cool. Yeah. So yeah, for for an older the, game, the for an older components game was great. Yeah. 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 It's basically I would How say old is it? It's a probably I'm gonna guess like 2008 or nine. Oh wow. Yeah. And, I think it's 2009, and it's on par. I'd say the components are on par with t- some of today's games,
0: hmm. which is pretty good. I mean, and it only lasted an hour.
1: Yeah. I would probably I would actually consider seeking this game out. Uh, to see if I could find like a used copy or something. So, yeah, good game. Baldora 2009. Yeah. Baldora the Explorer. Chip, if you're listening, make sure you bring it to Gen Con. Yes. Play it again. Most definitely. Fun game. I'm in. So,
0: biggest disappointment. Yeah. So, you know, this is kind of a sad category because we had such a great time and you don't want to really focus on anything negative. But for me, and this is going to surprise some people listening, I think, is Tiny Epic Quest. Well, you played that before and you liked it that's why it was a disappointment because the first time i played it i really enjoyed it and this time i don't know i i think that tiny epic quest is a little more strategic than tactical you know if you're going after majory for example it's an investment of time and moves to do that but you don't have to and so you can't really change on the fly like you can with galaxy and um i don't know some of the art and theming too i was looking at it and it I don't know. Like, it just seems like maybe they dialed it in as they were making it. You know, they're, they come up with the mechanic first, I'm assuming. And then the theme second. And so you've got like the movement cards with the arrows sideways and then north, south, and then the diagonals. And they said, well, horizontally is going to be a horse. Horses can only move horizontally. Well, we'll just say that. <laughs> and then we're going to build six rivers that are north, south, parallel to each other. Cause that happens. Exactly. In straight. Nature. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. That doesn't really occur that way. <laughs> and oh yeah. Then the horses can't move along the bank of the river. Right. Right? They they can only move They're terrified of water. There. Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like it was sort of half hearted effort in the theme there. Um, so I was a little disappointed. I, I would still play the game again, but I think experience wise of the weekend, I was, I was expect I went into that game expecting to really enjoy it. And it sort of fizzled. Hmm.
1: So I played this too, actually. I played it with Ahmad and Nathan and, uh, my opinion is that it was better than Mage Knight. It's like a miniature Mage Knight. It is
0: like a miniature Mage Knight.
1: And uh, I liked it better than Mage Knight, but you guys know I didn't like Mage Knight very wow. much. Wow. But that was just because I just didn't like Mage Knight. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> well, what did, what did you think of Tiny Epic Quest
0: w- in a vacuum, like without Mage Knight?
1: So I've only played that in Galaxies for the Tiny Epic games. I like Galaxies better. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand. This, it's like this is a mod's favorite game. That I don't understand at all. This is his favorite game. He said something like that. Like, that's the only game he's been wanting to play. And he's like really. Well, game. the
0: game I played with him was the first time I played. I had a lot of fun that game for whatever reason. But I don't know. I don't know if it's deserving of number one.
1: I had the same issue with the rivers and everything, but I, I still had fun. I was super tired when I played, too. And I still remember it like it wasn't a bad experience. I don't know. It, it might have been a little long, too, for me. I think it was over two hours. If I remember yeah, right. That can last long. And, and there's like this thing where if you weren't doing well, you were just out and you just were just like playing along. Like Nathan. He kept dying. He kept dying. Yeah. And yeah. he just knew he had no chance of winning. Right. But he was stuck playing, yeah. you know, for another hour.
0: <laughs> I do like the way the game responds you, though. So you're not out, out. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tim. Biggest disappointment.
2: Mine's not even a game at all. Whoa. Mine's just that Dave left on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> He missed Epic to Crypto. He, he did. He missed some other things there. You know, it'd have been nice for he was able to stick around through the Saturday night stuff and you know, then leave early Sunday. But
1: yeah, that that brings me to the biggest difference between this and GenCon is the I don't think the environment is enough to keep peop, like people like Dave engaged for the whole time. He needs extra fluff
0: to stay engaged. Yeah, because you notice even at Con, he'll check out and just go for a walk right? randomly or jog or a massage or, or just, he needs to, exactly. he, he can't just game.
1: He needs downtime. Yeah. And there's not, I mean, there's really nothing to do besides yeah. game at the cabin. I mean, that, that just should not say that, but it's not like we got the pontoon out, but yeah, if, if there was like a, like a, like a masseuse nearby, he maybe would have stayed Saturday. Yeah. I was kind of bummed that Dave left too. Yeah. And last year, it wasn't just Dave. Like that's true. over half the people left. Right. Well, that's
0: Saturday. why Dave and I drove separately this time because I didn't want to leave early. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, it it would have been so much easier to drive together. Yeah. But
2: um, well, and we knew that going in that he w- he had to get home and stuff like that, so I don't
1: think that's the case. I think Dave just he was at his <laughs> limit for gaming. Cuz if he wanted to stay, he would have made it happen. And he I don't think he wanted to stay. He wanted to leave. could be. Could be. He wanted to be in the comfort of his own bed. Could be. Uh, but the good thing about him leaving is I get to sleep in that upstairs bedroom. Got <laughs> <laughs> an upgrade. Yeah. and and next year I'm claiming that spot since I since I show up early. There you go. I, I don't care. Dave Dave can sleep in the cold basement. I'm sleeping upstairs. It was such a better experience.
2: Well, the problem is we had the fireplace on, and then the thermostat is about three feet from the fireplace, so it yeah. tends not to turn it's on. It's pretty
1: cold in the basement, yeah. and I don't I don't like sleeping in a cold room. I like a warm room. That's, so Chris should sleep in the about? basement. I should get that
0: queen. No, bag. the basement isn't cool enough. I'm guarantee.
1: So my biggest disappointment was, was a game and it was the game whistle stop. So uh, yeah. you were you in that game? Yes, right? I was. So this was a huge bummer because this was on my top 10 anticipated Gen Con games last year. I finally got it. I got it out, learned the rules. We played it. And honestly, I think my biggest issue with it was the quality of the game itself. Like the, the cardboard, you put this cardboard frame out and it was like warping. So it was curved a little bit, like the old, some yeah. people, anyone who has like the fourth edition of Catan, it used to do that same thing. So it was warping, which is annoying. And then the trains themselves, they're wood and they're like supposed to be laser cut, but they just look like crap. I don't know, they, like, yeah. they weren't cut well. Hmm. I, it, it was just a big disappointment. So it was like already like not a good first impression. And then the gameplay w- when we were playing was kind of like, I mean, are we really just moving across the board? There's not really much, to, what? many decisions to be made. And here. that's what shocked me, because when we were
2: going through the rules, I'm like, finally figured out that we're basically going to take the train across the board yeah. one time, and that's, that's, it. that's it, you're done.
1: <laughs> and this game's getting huge buzz, and they're coming out with an expansion this year and stuff. I don't know, I don't get it. So I'm uh, that one's also in the sell pile. One game, Whistle Stop. So if you're considering this one, I suggest you try before you buy. Yeah, don't, bl- don't blow the whistle on this game. Yeah. Nice. All right. Best so, moment.
0: Best moment. So this this was uh, would have been a great segue from the biggest surprise. So this is a decrypto moment. Okay. So this is the epic decrypto game that Ryan referred to that Dave missed. So it's Saturday night. It's about midnight. We had two groups going. Our group finished a game and I was getting ready for bed. I was brushing my teeth. I it think was midnight. Everybody was getting ready for bed. No. Your group was still playing. And you were just ending your game. Yeah. And somebody said, Hey, well, let's play a game at Decrypto. And then there was really no protest. And he would say, Yeah, all right, sure. And then I'm like, Yeah, why not? And two and a half hours later, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we yeah. finished. So this game was crazy. It We used up the whole paper. So we went the whole route, right? And it, it, it went down to the end. And there was a, so Tim and I were on the same team. Ryan was on the other team. And we had a there was a moment where, I said to Chip, and I think Chip is another one of these guys who's like brilliant, but we don't know it because I said to him, we already have one uh, guess. They have one guess against us. So if they guess our clue, they win. So it's okay if we don't get the clue. So do whatever you can to be as cryptic as possible with your decision. And we all kind of said that, but I think I was really hammering that point. Um, we can't let them get it. And so he's like, okay, okay uh, cryptic, got it. And so the clues that he picked were crazy. They were, they were, they were like were way out there. Yeah, but he he listened to what the team said. So the, the key one was, so what, one of our cards was a celebrity. That was one of our words. Yep. And another one, it was a roof. And he said, babe roof was his clue. <laughs> or no, babe. It, it was babe. It was babe. And what he was trying to get us to say was roof, right. thinking babe roof. <laughs> and when we saw babe, we thought, oh, celebrity. celebrity. We didn't think roof. And that's, that's an example. All four of them were like that. Like he used like a ventricle of the heart, like some obscure artery or something <laughs> in there. It was awesome. But obviously the other team didn't get him Right. And they, but neither did we, but it was, it was a classic moment where we were just going over his clues for 15 <laughs> minutes. So, but then what ended up happening was at the very end of the game, it came down to the very end. You guys were ahead of us and then we tied you at the end. And then we ran out of the, we used up the paper, and when that happens, you go to the tiebreaker, where you have to guess the literal cards on the other side. And you guys, I think, knew one more than we did in hindsight. But Tim, at the very last second, had this epiphany, this light bulb. When I was like, oh, and we changed one of ours, yeah. and it was right. And so we tied you again. So it was like another long shot, you know. And then we did uh, Schwazi, and then won. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I forgot about the Chwazi part. Oh,
0: my gosh. We We were
2: all all going to go to bed ending it in a tie, but no, couldn't happen.
0: Yeah, after that long. I mean, we needed a resolution Mm -hmm. on that game. That was so much fun. That a crypto game, and it goes to the point that even though it's long, it was just great.
1: So I have another story about this game that I'm saving for later. There's another hilarious thing that happened in this game. That's in it's a topic of controversy.
0: <laughs>
2: oh. we'll, we'll refer
1: to this later. Okay.
2: Well, I'll just make it easy. That was my best moment as well. I, it was just that
0: was so much fun. It
2: was late in the morning, but that game kept us awake and attentive
1: and kept going.
2: Yeah, so.
0: I was not tired
2: no, during that game. No.
1: I was. I think I was on I, my way to go to bed, and when someone said, "Let's play to crypto," I was like wavering if I should play or not, and I decided to play. Yeah. I had a hard time falling asleep after that too, even yeah, though it was two thirty in the morning. I'm like yeah. thinking of all this stuff going. ah. Yeah. <laughs> so my best moment was finally finishing Time Stories. So <laughs> we literally had this Time Stories game. We started last SauceCon. We got halfway through it. It sat in my box for an entire year until this saucecon, where we finally pulled it out and finished it. And it was just nice to finish it. And what's interesting was we completely breezed through the last half yeah. of the game. Yeah, it was nothing like the first half. Like we we made every, I think we just made every decision perfectly right. We did everything right and just finished it. And it was just nice to to get it done because it's been bothering me for a year that this game's been sitting there unfinished. Yeah. And I really wanted to move on. Like I'm excited to move on to the next one. I was just going
0: to ask you how you felt about yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I can't wait to do the next one. Like I just wanted to get over this one. I, I This was, I think, I'm hoping just a dud for me. I know you guys liked it, but for me it was a dud. And I just want to move on to the next one. And the next one's the I- Egypt one. Yeah, So I know Tim's excited go. about that. We have to make a decision, or Maan needs to decide if he's going to continue with us, because right. so, I don't think he's that into it anymore. But anyways, finishing well, there's, time story. There's
2: probably no baseball bats in Egypt. So <laughs> true.
1: All right, moving on to the, of course, the worst moment. So my worst moment
0: isn't gaming related, and I'll let Tim tell the story. But it was the moment when his mom called after midnight. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, yeah. So, we went up there in the beginning of April um, and we have a freeze alarm. So, that in case the furnace goes out and stuff, it actually calls my mom's house and basically says, hey, it's below 50 degrees. You know, chances are the heat's out and you don't want your pipes to freeze. Well, unbeknownst to us, Chris closed the door because he was sleeping in the room that this was in. He closed the door and opened the windows. So the room dropped to like 40 degrees or something like that, and it calls my mom. And I did she know about this. You didn't know this? No. And so then she calls back and kind of like, you know, what is going on? And I'm like, like, we're playing games. She's like, I just got called by the freeze alarm, and I'm like half asleep. And then it's my it's my dad's voice still on the freeze alarm. So she's like I heard John's voice, and I don't know what was going on. Oh, and she's man. like, "Then I finally figured out that it was the freeze alarm, and I didn't know what the heck was going on." That would freeze. So me then out. I'm like, "Okay, you know, well, And then I did, I hadn't known that he did that. So then I go to check the freeze alarm and I'm walking around. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's cold in here! What the?" <laughs> so I finally, I'm like, "Oh, he's got the windows open. So then I'm like, "I just I just unplugged it, and we left it off, and then uh, so then we're fine for the rest of the night. It was good, and then we're getting ready to leave the next day, and I." plug it back in, so it's plugged back in. It somehow must have still thought, even though the windows were closed and it all warmed up, that it still had to do that. So it called my mom again on Sunday morning, and she's like, I called again. (laughs) And I'm like, well, we just plugged it in. The room's up to temp. We should be okay. And then we decided, she decided, I don't want to get called anymore. So she's like, it's April. It's probably not going to get that cold anymore. Just unplug it. So we just unplugged it and left it.
1: Maybe you should change it to call you instead.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was... uh, I felt horrible about that. Because that was 100% on purpose that I dropped the temperature. I didn't know that there was some automated yeah. system. That's yeah. how I sleep. It's
1: like the sensor in the server room went off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant about the basement probably wouldn't be cold enough. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely will, you know, we'll make sure that doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. I It'll felt make, so bad because it was late. It was she late. Got, she got yeah, called was, late.
2: Yeah, it was really late. It took, it took long enough for the room to cool down that it was yeah.
0: significant. Even late. though it was April, it was, it was a very cold April yeah. we had. Yeah, it was. Good sleeping
1: weather. To tell a little personal story here about my worst moment of SauceCon, which was almost needing to go to the hospital. So, on as you guys know, on Thursday night, a ross and i went to saucecon and and actually chris and tim didn't even know this till recently but i have a i have a disorder well i had a disorder this is all cured now thanks to an amazing doctor i have named dr scott miller but i had a heart condition called wolf parkinson white what basically happens is occasionally my heart would beat really fast when the moon's full (laughs) when the moon's full my heart would beat really fast like by fast i mean over 200 beats per minute and it would last for one to two hours. And this had been happening more re- more frequently recently. And it happened on Thursday night at SauceCon when I was there with Jester Ross. So we actually, went, I went to bed. I like went to the room to go to bed. And when I laid down, my heart, tr- it like triggered my heart to start beating fast. It's the same nerve that, by the way, that... that the vagal nerve is what oh, triggers it. Interesting. So I know you have something when the vagal nerve yeah, makes yeah. you almost pass out. Yes. So that's the nerve that triggers triggered my heart wow. to go. It's called SVT. So, anyways, my heart started beating super fast, and and I had to go up and luckily Aras is still awake, and I had to tell him. Like no one knew about this because I just kind of didn't. How like did you know
0: me. that your heart was beating fast? Like what? what how did you feel?
1: Well, you, when it happens, you get like real lightheaded because your heart isn't beating efficiently. So blood isn't getting everywhere that it's supposed to be efficiently. So I'll get like a headache. I'll get lightheaded. My, my limbs will start to tingle. Mm. And, uh, so yeah, I had to go tell a Ross, like just FYI, I have this thing it's happening right now. If it doesn't go away in like two hours, I might need you to take me to the hospital. And he was really cool about it. He's like, yeah, no problem. Like no question, like no issue at all, which thanks to Ross for that. Uh, so yeah, but luckily, it after about an hour, it, it stopped and went back to normal. Wow! Uh, so I went back to bed. Then it started again for about mm. ten minutes, and then it stopped again. Wow! So that was pretty annoying. So but that's fixed now. That won't happen anymore. I had anymore. a procedure done on my heart that basically cures this issue.
0: So you can be safely around a full moon now. I with can no be safely issues.
1: around a full moon, okay. and yeah, it's amazing. Wow. It's funny you have moon
2: problems. He has sun problems.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> So almost you need to go to the hospital. Uh, worst moment of SASCon.
0: That's scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even game-related either. It's a serious health Yeah, shit.
1: yeah.
2: Well, mine's not game-related. Mine basically was that we, I had to leave early on Sunday because it just so happened that that weekend was Greek Easter and my brother was having Easter so I had to leave much earlier than planned and as last year or so. And we had to cut our game short. We had to cut our game. Yeah, we had to stop in the middle of the game. We got through one season of Wallenstein. Wallenstein. Wallenstein, Wallenstein, Wallenstein. whatever.
1: Whoa. That was a first. Well, I mean, does it
0: matter? Or is is there really does one pronunciation? Does Cyclades matter? Yes.
1: <laughs> it's just funny that it <laughs> matters. This one suddenly doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, so we had to cut that game off in the middle. And I, I wanted to like. See it through because it was actually finally starting to get interesting. Yeah, the second round would have been more interesting. Yeah, so that's that's my worst moment.
0: Okay,
1: you know all of our worst moments weren't gaming related. That's interesting. That's a good thing too. I want to go back to one thing. If you're listening right now and you have a and you for whatever reason have a heart disorder that could be fixed by an S V T ablation or a catheter ablation, I highly recommend that you do it. I waited for seven years before I finally decided to do it. The risks are pretty low. You can research it yourself. So just wanted to throw that out there in case someone's listening. Next is something that you
0: want to change for next time. I have literally nothing written down.
1: Whoa. it's all perfect
0: I w- well, I can't think of anything to change other than unplugging that phone system yeah yeah i I, I want to have like the same experience, the same room
2: yeah. I- I'm good with people. I'm good with eating in I- I'm good with like instead of running out to Luke's or Culvers or something like that, just actually you know. Some stove pizzas, or maybe make some hamburgers on the grill.
1: And but yeah. the Dave, the I think
0: I'm sure with that. you on that. But
1: yeah, that's the problem is Dave, Dave wants he needs to, go to get out. out yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I'm willing to go out if it means Dave stays longer and stays engaged.
0: Or Dave and another smaller group can go out and they can yeah. always bring food. through.
1: Yeah. And the problem then, is
2: the
0: food options are.
2: Not in the uh, most plentiful uh, right. variety up it's there. The sandwich though.
0: place is pretty good though. It, it's it's okay. It, I wouldn't say it's pretty good. It's
2: it's
1: okay. It's an okay. Place. Right. Let's just say I was I was happy to have the frozen pizza that uh, Aras and I shared. Well, we had so we ate frozen pizzas. Aras and I th- on Thursday night. Huh? I think we ate two of them. And it was funny because there was this big debate about how like ups shouldn't eat frozen pizzas anymore, and it was Dave that was saying that. <laughs> and then he ended up being like, "Actually, this frozen pizza is pretty good." <laughs> when we finally ate one. I yeah. like frozen pizzas. I don't like frozen pizza.
0: I would rather order one. I know that you. Guys yeah, the didn't pizza like up there's god awful, but at least it's fresh versus frozen.
1: Yeah, but you know, fresh. can you buy pizzas from um, that place by your house, like that you can cook later? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't no. think they do and that. There's places that do that. Yeah, you could probably get that from like an Uno's
0: or yeah. something like that, I'm sure. You know, we could even do a make-your-own pizza. You get those bubbly things uh, you and spread some that. sauce you and some cheese. You could do that, yeah. yeah.
1: If they only had a Giordano's. So I'm going to yeah. start mine with a story. Oh, okay. Ooh. More of a memory that I'd like you guys to recall. Do you remember when you guys used to come to Gen Con on Saturday? Yeah. And then leave on Sunday? Yes. Yeah. And then I convinced you guys to come on Friday. Yes. Yes. So you started coming on Friday. I see where you going. And leaving on Saturday night. Yep. Yep. And then it took maybe a couple of years to convince you to come on Thursday and then leave on Sunday. And I would probably say that you guys are all pretty happy with that arrangement yeah, yeah, at this point. Yeah. Like you feel like you get it all in. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying. I'm going to try to do that with SauceCon. I don't understand why I got fierce opposition to people coming on Thursday night. What you need to do. And leaving is, on Sunday.
2: You need to call my wife's phone <laughs> and explain to her that you want me to come up on Thursday instead of Friday. Okay. And then if you can convince her, you
1: I'm know, all though,
0: good. You weren't the voice of opposition,
1: Tim. My <laughs> I'm wife looking was, at the oh. voice of opposition <laughs> right now to my left.
0: <laughs> it's Mr. Chris Hall. I think that the problem I had, I'm not, a, I'm not against it passionately, but I guess I was wondering who all is going to be there. Is it Like with Gen Con, we're, we were like the fashionably late group. And so it was always cool to get there and everybody's there with this. I don't want to be like the first one there. And then we're not doing anything, but that, that was sort of the feeling.
1: But that's the thing. You don't realize that you're kind of like the Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so w- in order, we have to reach critical mass, right? But in order to do that, we need, we need some of like the, you know, the core people, of the group to say they're in and only like me and Ross Ross were in.
0: Yeah. And, well, it sounds like Tim can't and it's his well,
1: place. It could
2: have been, it could have been just, that particular time and stuff like that with her because it might not be that next year. But that year she was vehemently saying new. No.
1: So you need to start telling her now.
2: Well, she knows. I told her this is going to become a yearly thing and she's okay with that.
1: So now you need to say, we're going to go up on Thursday next time. No, we'll, we'll like start it now. S- we'll, we'll see I think it. that's called sandbagging. We'll see. Start sandbagging. So uh, it, but it's like lifting a table. We need
0: everybody to do it yeah. in order for it to be worth doing
1: well if the three of us are gonna do it dave will do it that'll like that'll bring in dave mm-hmm. and and sarah and ahmad actually they were they could have done it but there's something else they're doing like on friday or thursday so they just couldn't but they basically said like they'd be willing to do it so you know i need i need to get you guys on board at first i think yeah yeah I I hear you. It's
0: a good evangelization pitch. I just think that, um, you know, you look at all day Friday, all day Saturday, and then Sunday morning seems like solid Mm -hmm. game time.
1: It wasn't all day Friday. It's like half a day Friday. It was like Friday was almost like a wasted day. Really? Because yeah. most of the time we're just like waiting around for people to show up. Well, and
2: that's that's the problem. You shouldn't be waiting around. You should just no no. no. Play. People should just be there. No, we, should, we, we got should...
1: there. When did we get there?
2: We got there probably about 11, eleven
1: eleven yeah, thirty. It was like noonish. That's yeah. half the day. That's that. We <laughs> played till two thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that was a full day. Wouldn't it be better to get up, have some breakfast, and just start playing? I think
0: you could convince me of it if 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 we get you know more people involved. Then yeah.
1: Just remember that I was right about Gen Con. You were. Yeah, you were. I believe that you'll have fun. At the very least, we try it. And if you don't like it, we can go back to coming on Friday. Yeah, good point. Yeah.
2: Or option two, you come up on Friday with us, and then you reserve that Thursday for a later Wednesday of the normal gaming for the month. Because you remember after that April, you skipped the April game night session, and you didn't play again until May. Yeah. So save
1: that Thursday for the Wednesday. I think it was because the April game night session was the week of... If it was the week before or like two weeks before, it probably would have been fine. Yeah, I don't remember how it all fell it out. It seems like more a long space. time ago. So something you really wanted to do that you weren't able to.
0: So for me, it's it's sort of we touched on it already. It was that Wallenstein game. Oh, finishing where, it. Yeah, because I was looking forward to playing, and then we were playing And it was dragging a little bit because the, the, the time, we were wa- kind of watching the time because Ch- then Chip had to go. Yeah, and we had to reset up again. And we reset up again, and yeah. then you had to go, and we, so we never got to finish. So... That was one thing I wanted to do. Yeah, if we weren't able to.
2: Yeah, I, this is kind of the same thing for me. I just I, I wanted to get the full experience of that game, and uh, we took so long setting it up, and then we had to set it up again, and then the time just yeah, ticked you know away, what? and it just kind of went away.
0: On that note, is there an English version of the game? Because that was really frustrating. This Seven, one is English. No, the 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 names were
1: oh, crazy. the country names aren't English. Yeah, are but
0: it's very difficult to match them. Yeah. And that's what took. Set, there is a setup took a I'd have to time. check.
1: There's a Japanese There's another version of this game called Shogun. It's the map of Japan. It's basically the same exact game, but it's just Japan. I wonder if those are easier yeah, to, maybe. to read. They're but probably, yeah, you're right. The setup took a while. Yeah, the setup took a while. Yeah, and it did. But does, did you
0: get enough of a flavor to decide if you liked it or did you need to play more?
2: I think I need to play again. Yeah. I mean, because like the first round, basically, I did the first round not knowing anything of what I was doing. And I think the second round was going to be the juicy round. So, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: because I'm I was curious what Tim would think of the game. Yeah, because there's attacking in it. So you people can go after you. But at the same time, you don't really have to. Yeah. Like even the the short time we played, we really didn't go after each other.
1: And I think that was coming, though, because we were running out of, you know, places Places to to get points. So one problem with Wallenstein is I think it's too it's a little bit too long for us to play on a Wednesday. I don't know. Because we played half a game, and I think it took us two hours.
3: Yeah. It was the, the, well, was the setup.
1: we though. set up twice, though.
2: That took up a lot of time. And you were still refreshing the rules because you guys hadn't played while yeah. either. So
1: we had a lot of... The rules refreshing was another problem. We had a lot of... I have a problem, though, time. with these longer games on game night. because It's like the only thing you do. Yeah. If, would true. you want to play it on a Wednesday? I'm looking at Tim. Um, yeah, I would do it. Yeah? We've, we've done it before. I, I mean, hesitate to bring it because it's so big. And if we're not gonna play it, it like takes up a lot of space. I mean, in the we've bag.
2: we've we've done the longer games before. I mean you just you just need to know that you're gonna play maybe one game before that and you're gonna play that and that's all you're gonna play. I
0: would definitely play in a Wednesday. All right. I'll but, bring it but, but I'm worried about the setup time and the rules.
1: Well the rules are a little more fresh right now. Right. So I'll bring it. I'll bring it next week. Good, Good. game. Something I really want to do that I wasn't able to, it kind of brings me to another thing that made me a little sad. So the thing that I wanted to do that we didn't do was play Witch Hunt. And the reason that I oh, wanted to play Witch Hunt. I had no clue you even wanted to do that. Well, so. How can we play Witch Hunt? We had 11 people. And the person who gave me this idea was James. Wait, wait. But how can you play without a moderator? I would moderate. We could take. Turns Are you sure you it. could moderate? It, you, there's an app. I would just have to follow the app. There's a, when did they come out with an app? It's a web app for moderating where you, you, it tells you what to do. So you don't need to remember everything. Hmm. So anyways, I was, I brought it and I was going to moderate, but I kind of was deflated because James didn't come, which was another I no thing idea I was, you, you uh, were ready to said. do that. Yeah. I, I would know. have, I would have loved that. Yeah, I would yeah, have, have done that time. for sure. I wanted James to be there. I want, I want, I wanted to have the full experience with James. So James, I hope you can come next time.
0: He's James is pretty good at witch hunt. Yeah. Too.
1: He's fun to play those games with. Yeah. But yeah, so Witch Hunt was mine. I didn't mention it to anyone, so you guys didn't know about it, but I had it, brought it with. But oh, that's it just... too
0: bad. All right, so I'm going to change mine. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to play Witch Hunt.
1: Okay, this brings me to just miscellaneous topics, and the one I want to discuss is what I'm calling the decrypto controversy. <sighs> so here's what happened in this game. In I'm not going to explain the rules of the game, but basically you have, your team has words in front of you, four words, and then you can give a clue to your team to try to guess those words. One of the rules is you can't rhyme. Okay. Yes. Oh, he's going to the, so mod was on yeah. my team yeah. and so is his wife, Sarah and Amad was the clue giver. So we were trying to guess and the words and two of the words in front of us were dinner and phone. So. Ahmad, the clue he writes is winner. And so obviously the first thing you think is, okay, winner, winner, chicken dinner. But the rule is you can't rhyme. And we're thinking Ahmad is a gamer. He knows the rules of the game. He would not break the rules. So that can't be the answer, even though it makes the most sense. So then we're like, what else could winner be? And the other clue that we saw was phone. Well, the entire weekend, one of the themes of this weekend was Chwazi. Chwazi is an app on your phone where you pick the first player. And and we were doing, like the whole weekend, it was like this big joke. Like we're using Chwazi for everything to see who like won different controversies or different questions or debates. And we saw phone and we're like, oh, that's probably what winner is. So we 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 put winner, the clue winner with phone. And we didn't get it, right? So his, his actual thing was he was putting it for dinner. So this opened this big controversy about whether Ahmad broke a rule or not. By giving that clue, because and we all assumed that that he wouldn't break the rule, and I still think he broke the rule. But in his mind, because it was like a phrase and it was like an association outside of just rhyming, that it was like somehow a loophole to the rule. Yeah,
0: I I totally one hundred percent agree with Imad. <laughs> okay. Because I think the spirit of the rhyming rule is what was the word? It was dinner. Was the yeah. was the word you were trying to get? If you would say like thinner then that's the spirit of the rule. You can't just like rhyme it. But what he was doing was using a catchphrase. And it happens to rhyme. Yeah, it's not the rhyming that's bringing you to it. When you when you said "winner winner chicken dinner in your head, it those could have been different words that didn't rhyme, but the same catchphrase, and you would have gotten it, it just happened to rhyme. I think the, the spirit of the rule is if it's, stove you can't say like uh there's nothing rhymes with that <laughs> <laughs> dove you fix <laughs> the one word that you don't <laughs> like I, if i say dove and and the word is stove that's cheating tim what but, are your thoughts uh, but the this? phrase is it's a catchphrase it's a tough one is popular that's the other thing is yeah. it can't be like something just subtle that's the joel and but I, I thought
2: i thought based on the rules too like what you know when chip went super cryptic and did like babe roof i didn't think that was legal either because you're you're not babe has nothing to do with a roof. You're trying to string something together to meekle cool roof, but it's it's not about that. Right. So winter has absolutely rhyme. nothing to do with dinner. So the fact that it really doesn't mean dinner, I don't think you're allowed to put phrases together either that don't have any relation to it. So Right, like stove and dove. Like, right. Well, and you couldn't do I don't think you can do babe roof. Because Babe and Roof are there, there's nothing there. You're, so you're trying to use Babe Ruth to get to a Roof, and I don't think it's legal. Yeah. So yeah, but it, Winner Winner Chicken Dinner, I don't think is legal either. You're, not, you're saying Winner and Winner Winner has nothing to do with
1: it. So if Ruth was the card, you wouldn't say Roof. That would be definitely cheating. It's right. kind of the same thing, actually. right?
2: But he said Babe, right. right? So if 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 the clue if the clue was Ruth, like Ruth R U T H, then Babe would be totally legal. Because you're going Babe roof. Yeah. but the fact is roof and you're trying to get the sounds like thing to happen, it, it's not legal.
1: <laughs> it's interesting that there's a second. Well, here's why I don't
0: agree about. with that because those clues don't work. So you're almost hurting your own team by doing it. Yeah, and and it's like a self-correcting problem. Like you, you just will stop doing that because you don't want to confuse your team with something that they'll just write off as. This is like a play on words
1: you know what we should have done is the clues that you guys didn't get we should have considered crossing them off of our list because when we see babe in our list with all these other words it totally threw us off trying to figure out what the word was but the fact that you guys didn't get it in a future game I would maybe it's good to like cross those out yeah. and not consider them right because it's yeah like, toward the, the end of it I
0: started putting a waiting next to each clue like how good of a clue was it oh that's meaning good. like if you guys had a success or not yeah. because you, we're throwing ourselves off
1: so the debate about the ahmad thing is the spirit of the rule versus the face value of the rule
0: yes and i'm more, i'm not a stickler person yeah. I, i'm more of a spirit of the rule person i think you can't do stove dove but winter winter chicken dinner is a catchphrase I, I don't know i think it's fine you guys didn't get the clue but i think your point is that you were specifically not thinking of it because yeah, of I mean,
1: we we definitely that was the first thought that came to our head was winner winner chicken dinner. But we didn't pick it because we thought a mod wouldn't break the rule because we all believed that that was breaking the rule. So we knew that that was a phrase, but right. we didn't pick it for that reason. But
0: I think just the fact that you did that means that it's OK to do because he's he's taking a chance with that clue that that will happen.
1: Yeah, it was a frustrating chance, though, because it was like but, the but
0: game was on the line that what happened will prevent people from doing it. Yeah. In the future. So it's it doesn't need to be like yeah, good corrected. Point.
1: But it it caused us to lose the game. We knew his clue, but we didn't pick it because of a
0: rule. what would have changed if you would have gotten that one right?
1: We would have we would have got more a point that round. It was the last round, so we would have won.
0: That's so seven
2: being a tie, they yeah. would have gotten you a guys
1: you guys guessed our word and we didn't get it. Or you, you got it yeah. right and we didn't, basically. Right. Uh, That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> we we got in by the skin of our teeth.
1: So let's do a poll. You want to put up a poll? Sure. Let's do a Facebook poll on our new Facebook group.
0: Is winner winner chicken dinner legal?
1: Yeah. Is winner legal clue for decrypto and decrypto?
0: I want to hear your thoughts. I have a feeling that probably most people are going to agree with you.
1: Really? I'm not sure. It It might might go 50-50. It was 50-50 in our game night for sure. Yeah. Like in the SauceCon uh, attendees 50 yeah. 50
0: interesting interesting stuff
1: any other miscellaneous tidbits anyone wants to add all my other thing i had we
0: played that game of mage night which was really draining and it's fascinating to me how a game can drain you I mean, it's a game. You're having fun, but <laughs> we played. I don't know how many. It was multi hours. I mean, oh, it was, yeah. It was an under. It was like four, four to six, plus. somewhere yeah. in there. And um, by the end of it, I I was zombified. I walked out of that room because we were in like that uh, the patio room. And I walked back in, and first thing Chip and Dave came out. You you, you want to play Time Stories? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, guys! Sorry, I, I I can't. I really want to. I'm sorry, and I I really feel bad about that, but. You know, Mage Knight is an interesting game too because it's so long. But I'm able to stay with it. It's hard for me sometimes. But uh, what helps is being able to just sort of look at my phone and be distracted while something else is going on. And actually, I want to thank our gaming group just in general for being patient with me from that. Cause it used to annoy people at first, but I can still listen. Like I know I can hear, and still. I think
1: we know that by now too. Yeah, you're you're processing everything that's being said still. Right. I just
0: need I need like a chew toy for my mind, or I'm going to go crazy, and that's what the phone does. So that helped get me through Mage Night without too much analysis in the game. But I, unlike Ryan, I I really like Mage Night. Did you ever play? I it? haven't ever
2: played yet. I yeah. thought it
0: was good. It's long, but
2: yeah, definitely just, can't do that on a Wednesday night. It's got to be a con yeah. thing. Yeah. It's
0: it's very draining though. I was I was baked after that game. I
1: know I'm in the minority for this game. So
0: yeah, I'm, I know. What is your biggest problem with it? Is it the deck building part?
1: I just remember when we were playing it, getting really frustrated with how I wasn't playing my cards efficiently. And it, yeah, it's the deck building. It's the same issue I have in Magic with any deck builder. It felt very similar to a deck builder. Yeah, and I just I'm just not good at those types of games, so it's not fun.
0: Okay. Makes sense.
1: That's all I had. Sauce cut out. I think that wraps up episode 42. If you guys do a gaming weekend with your friends, we want to hear about it. In our new Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups dash OOG podcast. I think this might become the primary place where we interact with. Yeah, we
0: had all those social media things going on now we sort of centralized with this yeah and it's a, it's a lot more efficient
1: what i like about the group is it's for everyone to post it's not just us pushing out information it's right. it's a place for us to interact which is the same as our guild really i mean you could use either place uh, but a lot more people are on facebook than that are on boardgamegeek.com yeah. so anyways come out to our facebook group you can also check out our website out of game podcast.com Soon to be changed, maybe not the URL, but maybe the website. Chris
0: should be revamped. Maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see.
1: (laughs) Speaking of our guild, we are BGG Guild nineteen ninety. I was ten years old that year. It's easy to remember. My God! You can, (laughs) while in our guild, you could join our Slack group. Although I have to admit, I'm thinking about shutting down the Slack group. Kill the
2: Slack group. It's all Facebook now.
1: The only the advantage of the Slack group is when we're at conventions. That might be the best way to. To find us, I have Facebook on my phone, so the advantage of Slack
2: is um, zero. Well, it's chat. That's the that's the difference. We don't have a Facebook. You know, we do have tons of activity on it, so <laughs> I know keeping it around would probably be yeah worthless.
1: I don't know. We'll see. We might close down the Slack. Group. I,
2: I'm kind of with both that. of you. We're going to close down the Slack group on you. So
1: all right, I'm being outnumbered. If you want the no, Slack, no, I, group- I
2: meant the two people that are on the Slack group, oh, other okay. than us.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if our listeners want to keep the Slack group, speak now or forever hold your peace.
0: Join us on Facebook.
1: Yeah. You can, find, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter or Stitcher at OG Podcast. I already mentioned our Facebook group or our Facebook page. Very confusing, but they're both there. Mm. Maybe we should just get rid of the Facebook page too. We'll see. I, we totally should get rid of it. We have the Facebook group. We don't need the page anymore. Yeah, the page is public though. It's kind of like having a Twitter account. Anyone can follow the page. Okay, you guys. There's so much stuff out there that it's it yeah. It gets kind of pointless. Yeah, I, but everyone's not on the same platform. It's kind of like trying to use the same chat app with your friends, and it just never works out. Some people like WhatsApp. Some people like Facebook. Some people like Google Hangouts. I like this thing. It's like called cool a time. phone. Yeah, text message. I just, no, I just dial a phone and actually talk to people. Okay. I don't like doing that.
2: Yeah, uh, some people have problems with talking with people. I don't like talking We're with gonna become a, a, a but I like podcasting. world of <laughs> I
0: mean, nobody talks to each other anymore. Uh, Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> <laughs> I like talking face to face. Face to face is good. I don't like talking on the phone. Pretty right. good band too.
1: You can find us by on our email at of at gmail.com. Even
0: a song or a band? Face
1: to face. Punk band. Uh, Never heard nah, of them? No. To no. play a song at the end.
0: Hashtag wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can leave us a voicemail at the Profit line at 40 OG OG I'm speaking to you, Profit. We haven't heard from you in a while. Speak up, man.
0: He's already left the message. Right right now, he left it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's going to be waiting for us. For great games at amazing prices, shop at CoolStuffInc.com. And for more great podcasts of the Dice Tower Network, go to DiceTowerNetwork.com. Good night. Good night. And then I'm pretty sure Chris is going to have some random things to say at the end. Am I uh, right about yeah, that? Yeah, and your iPad just rebooted for some reason.
0: Hey, Whoa! my iPad. My iPad working.
1: Hour and 45 minutes.
0: <laughs> I think I'm... I think you should splice this part out.
1: Oh, nope. Still updating. No. Yeah. False alarm. <laughs> Yay, Apple. I'm going to... Open your blinds or something. Is that
2: what that is clicking?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. I, that's not going to come out. Yeah, it will. Yeah. We talked about this last time. Yeah. right
0: yeah i remember yeah so listeners how are you enjoying this you probably don't really care about the detail that we're getting into because you don't know who our friends are but um it's how the game was played so there you go we're back don't use that on the blue. I
1: always imagine that they have this mental images of all of our friends because we talk about them so much. And
0: I imagine that they're sitting at the table with us. I like to imagine that the listeners are sitting here with us. Yeah. And they're like shaking their head, like move it right along.
1: Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. Bonnie's sitting at the end of the table yeah, there. And she's, and she's like, what, like, what uh, are you guys talking about? Can we about? talk about something else, guys? Move
0: along. <laughs> Next category.
1: <laughs> Moving on. We're half hour in and we've done one. All right, Ryan. Hold on. I'm trying to, trying to do something for Tim here. The power of editing will help us later. So how do you, what do you do in this game? You have to enter numbers or something? Yeah, you're, I mean, you're going to guess. Like, what do I enter? Like, one, so two, like, three? You should just take a turn for one. How and do just, I take a turn?
2: Oh, uh, just, is it the T? What does T say? Tip. Tip. Well, you go know the tip. What's A and C? Arrest. Nope, you don't want the other one. You want. Clue? Clue. Well, how do you just take a turn?
1: Are those the sounds you remember? There that's, you go.
2: That's the one.
1: So maybe we should play it with the original that's, sound. That's,
2: that's, that's the, oh, that, so there's a different, oh. Yeah, it's a
1: retro mode. Oh, I
2: love it. I
1: wonder if that would change your.
2: Retro mode. I like, it. Okay, let, me, let me hear some footsteps. I don't know how to do it. You just got to take it. It's like you, I don't turn. remember what you do in the game. You really just hit thing to take a turn. There should be like a, hit clue. Yeah, he hit clue. You hit clue. Clue? Clue. That was a doorway. Okay. He just robbed something. <laughs> Nothing. He sat there and didn't do anything. Hey, he's bored. Another door. (laughs) Another door.
1: I want to hear the... Is that the footsteps? That's
2: doing a little walking. All right, all right. a lot of doors in this place.
1: Wasn't there like a window jumping through? Isn't that one?
2: Robbed another one, yep.
1: I don't hear that noise. You got
2: to get to the street. There's another door. Come on, get to the street, pal. Get out of the building, buddy. Man, it's like a maze. There you go. There's the window. That was a window. That was the window. Now run down the street. He's going to do it. (laughs) <laughs> but now, now it's the last one you got to get is the subway
1: wow here it comes oh he went into another the building, building. Hmm. yeah is that the subway nope that was just footsteps We can always uh, whoa silence subway is not doesn't happen very it's
2: often it's like it's like a that's another window oh he's outside he went back inside. He's, right. he's, a, he's a feisty little guy. We'll
1: find that another day. Yes. What'd you think of the co-op mode? Please clip that out. I'll clip some of it.
2: <laughs> when so. you have Millie and Pattern Power, you're 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 good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> get that reference.
1: I did not get that reference.
0: <laughs> I, I checked out for a while. Sorry.
1: All right, we're back. Chris is back. Chris is back. Wake up,
0: and The listeners are hopefully still there.
1: They're there. They're there. They're there.
0: They like stop
2: thief. They haven't heard one of these in six months. They're there. You didn't like Azul either, uh, you know. It was it was one of those uh, same kind of thing as Chris. I, I kind of like the patterns and stuff like that. But hi I'm
0: Bixby, hi, I'm hi Bixby. Bixby. Bixby, how are you? Hold the Bixby key whenever you Go away. Oh, I want to increase my Bixby score. <laughs> oh, God, I hate that. Sorry
2: about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I,
0: I still think Samsung should have went with Sammy instead of Bixby, yeah, and should don't worry about Jr.
2: anything except Bixby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Azul
2: or option 2 you come up on friday with us and then you reserve that thursday for a later wednesday of the normal gaming for the month what is on
0: your hand oh. what is that <laughs> it's some I henna a tattoo whoa what's the story there we
2: had a uh, we had a girl scout event uh, the girls were bridging um, what does that mean they're they're basically going for, girls were going from daisies to brownies and from brownies to oh, you know, oh like getting good. promoted yeah it yeah.
1: so seems like a long time ago. yeah actually we shouldn't say that it was april now that I think about it, I will probably have to remove that. You have to April, April, round, April, 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 <laughs> April, April, <laughs>
0: April. <laughs> Too bad you can't do Control F on an audio clip. Yeah, you right. just search for the word April. That'd be funny. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, amazing. it's coming sometime. You know that check that answers my phone. I don't know if you've ever left me a voicemail, and there's like a female. I don't call assistant. you because I know you won't answer. But the next time you well, you have to do it. Actually, try right now. All right, and you—I have a, it's like a female virtual assistant that'll answer my phone, and they have a feature on there—it's paid for—where it'll transcribe voicemails. Right, it'll like do that and then send you an email of it. So yeah. you don't even have to listen to your message; you yeah. just get it in an email, which is awesome. But it's—it's it's a pretty cool 2668? virtual assistant. No. What's your phone number? No,
1: you've got your contacts updated. What's going on? Is your—is your cell phone? Oh, I thought you had like your home phone. No, this is not work stuff. I never call Chris.
0: Put on speaker. It's like, hello. You reached Chris
1: Holt's phone.
3: Hi Ryan. Chris is currently unavailable. Please leave a message.
1: Hey Chris, this is Ryan. Who's who's the new chick you're hold up with? <laughs> you're gonna get this tomorrow on your email and be like, what the hell is this? And then you remember that I called you on uh, on the podcast. So enjoy this message. And say hi to your girlfriend. Bye. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's cool. Amy Amy called me once with that and she was like, Who is that that answered your phone? I said, it's not. Nice. <laughs> Virtual assistant. Anyway, we're way off topic. I like talking face to
1: face. Face to face is good. I don't like talking on the phone. Pretty right. good band, too. You can find us by on our email at of at gmail.com. A song or a band? Face to face. Punk band. Never no. heard no. of them? No. Yeah. They'll play a song at the end. Hashtag wow.